Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, a resilience podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome, like anxiety, obesity, health, and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. I know that many of us struggle with chronic health conditions, including myself, and today's guest is here to provide some hope. I am excited this week to speak with Dr. Selvi Vasudevan. Dr. Selvi specializes in working with clients with Crohn's disease to get their lives back. She uses her medical background to help women with Crohn's disease soothe their gut and create lasting relief so they can live with energy, confidence, and ease. I know you're going to really enjoy this conversation. We get into not only Crohn's disease, but how to make changes in terms of diet, lifestyle, mindset, in order to help with a number of conditions, such as autoimmune conditions and other conditions related to inflammation. So enjoy this conversation with Dr. Selvi Vasudevan. So welcome, Dr. Selvi, to the podcast. I am so happy to connect with you today. Thank you so much, Sarah, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Great. So why don't we start with you providing your background and really how you got into coaching clients with Crohn's disease? Sure. Um, So I'm actually a medical doctor by education um, and training. Um, But uh, more importantly than that is the fact that I've had Crohn's disease myself uh, for the past 25 years. And um, it was a long journey. And I still remember that first day in the doctor's office being diagnosed. And I didn't know what it meant at that time. And before I was finished with college, I had already had um, two major surgeries. I had come near death twice, and I'd had an ostomy, a temporary ostomy, which was later able to be reversed. Um, And it just changed me as a person. And it took not just that, but several more surgeries and several more, much more pain and heartache um, and losing a lot, including my career, before I realized that something had to change. And by something, I mean me. Mm-hmm. And I'd exhausted all of my options in terms of what medicine, Western medicine could offer me, what my doctors could offer me. I was running out of medication options um, and other things that I was experiencing side effects and stress and was just constantly on and off of steroids. And it just got to the point where I was just, I wasn't living anymore. And I was on, oh, geez, it was probably eight times the normal dose of medication um, that I should have been on. So I knew that this was unsafe levels and I was still in and out having surgery. And I I just realized that I didn't want to do this anymore. Like this was not living. I'd had enough and something had to change. And so then I started to look outside of the box and was like, what else is there? Because there must be more than just this. Like, surely this can't be it. And you started off with Dr. Google and, um, you know, what else can I do? And, and started small. I started making dietary changes at first. And I saw my health start to improve a little bit. And I started to make bigger changes, you know, as I started small and started seeing things shift. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what else there is. And I found, you know, the world of Eastern medicine and acupuncture and Ayurveda and herbs and There was this whole other world out there that I didn't even know existed. And there was so much possibility there. And so the more I tried, the more um, I started to improve. And over time, I started to get even better. And eventually, I got to remission, which previously I never thought was possible. 
Um, and then, and then I spend some time thinking, okay, the other shoe is going to drop now. Um, I'm going to get sick again. And I realized that this was here to stay and this remission was going to last. And it's been 10 years now, but somewhere along the line, um, having lost my career, having lost my purpose, having lost my sense of self and regaining those pieces back, like not the career part, that was the last piece to come. I realized that I was still a healer and that I still wanted to help people and that, I found out so much and I learned so much through my own journey that could translate to other folks who have Crohn's disease, who have IBD, um, that they might not have even been aware of, right? So of course I wasn't aware of it. And I'm like, I'm sure that there are other people who are not aware of this either. So let me see how I could possibly share this. And that's when I came up across health coaching. And what appealed to me was the fact that I could make so much more impact as a health coach than I could as a medical doctor because there is weekly progression, because I see people week to week to week, and we have extended time together. And so there's a trajectory that starts to happen. There's change that starts to happen, which was something that I didn't get to see very much in medicine, which frustrated me. I felt like, you know, I wanted to help people and I wasn't really helping people. And as a health coach, I could actually help people. And then that's when it all clicked. And I said, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. And so now I help women soothe their Crohn's disease um, so that they can regain their energy, regain their confidence, and finally begin to enjoy life. Um, so yeah, it's a little bit about my background. Great. Um, that sounds, yeah, like quite the journey. And I'm just thinking, even if we back it up further, Ooh. what was the road in terms of even finding the diagnosis for for Crohn's? Was that something that was quickly identified or was it kind of a long time before, you know, you knew what was happening? That's a great question, actually. I'm really glad you asked that because, you know, hindsight being 2020 is like I had symptoms all the way in childhood. I had mouth ulcers when I was like seven years old and nobody really was able to figure that out. Oh, wow. And so I had symptoms for a very long time, undiagnosed, a quote unquote sensitive stomach um, was what I was told. So I was told I had stomach viruses and I would have bouts of diarrhea or vomiting or things like that. I struggled to gain weight. I didn't have very much of an appetite. Um, and so looking back, I'm pretty sure I had it all the way in childhood and just wasn't diagnosed until college. So to get that diagnosis, I mean, again, great question, right? It took to the point where I was having diarrhea nonstop and taking over-the-counter anti-diarrheal medications wasn't stopping it to, for me to realize like something must be wrong mm -hmm. uh, to seek out some medical help from actually one of our family friends who wound up running some lab work, excuse me, and we saw that the inflammatory markers were high. That led to him ordering then a barium swallow test where I you know, swallowed barium and they uh, did the scan. And then they saw inflammation at the end of my small intestine, at the end of my terminal ileum. And that led to me seeing a GI doctor, to a colonoscopy, to a diagnosis. So it took a long time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Um, and then the other thing that I was thinking was, what did your doctors think of this recovery that, you know, was kind of self led? Mm -hmm. um, were, were you kind of being monitored throughout that time? And did they, were they surprised by the recovery due to all of the changes you were making? Um, you know, it's it's interesting, you know, um, kind of, sort of. And yet when I would talk about a lot of these, you know, alternative changes, I would talk about some, like I would talk about the dietary changes and some of that stuff. But in terms of, you know, the the acupuncture and certain things that I could sort of tell weren't going to be very well received, I didn't go into too much detail. But even the dietary changes would be like, huh, okay, 
interesting, but not really. It felt like it didn't have as much uh, credence to them, mm-hmm. uh, which was fine with me by that point. I was like, you know, I know what's working and that's totally fine. I didn't need them to validate it. But, you know, it was it was interesting to see that it was just like, huh, OK, it's probably the medications or it's probably the whatever. Or it's just like or maybe you're just getting better on your own or, you know, like mm-hmm. that thing. And I'm like, mm, not quite. So, yeah. So for yeah. me. I've experienced that myself. Like um, Mm -hmm. I have psoriasis and I made Mm -hmm. dietary changes Mm -hmm. and it basically went into remission. And I had kind Mm -hmm. of the same thing that, you know, I had a doctor just say, oh, well, you know, things happen. And I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So you understand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. No, that's what made me think of that. Mm -hmm. So then why did you then decide to start focusing and helping and reaching out to women in particular Mm -hmm. in your coaching? Yeah, it's funny. Um, you, you know, every once in a while, I'll I'll have someone reach out to be to me and be like, "What do you not not help men?" And I'm like, "No, it's not like that mm-hmm. at all." Actually, I've had some amazing men clients uh, who have been just phenomenal to work with. It's just that there are certain unique issues, your certain unique um, problems that come up with women that I resonate with because I've been through them, right? So everything from potentially menstrual issues that go along with autoimmune disease to just even issues of, you know, people pleasing and personal power and standing up for yourself and, you know, voicing your needs and all of these other pieces of the puzzle that played a big part in my own illness and in my own recovery as well. You know, it took me a very long time to be able to be like, no, this is what I need for my body. This is what I need for, you know, myself. And that was part of my sort of rebirth in a way, like sort of uprising in a way. And I feel like there are a lot of women who still struggle with that piece in general. And you take autoimmune disease or chronic illness on top of it. And it's just even more so, right? Am I being a burden to my family? Am I being a burden to my friends? Am I, you know, all of these mindset pieces are Mm -hmm. really, really huge um, and limiting beliefs, right? So I, having worked through that myself, I I find myself in a position where I'm able to help other women work through that as well. And so for me, that's just extremely rewarding. Great. That makes a lot of sense. So why don't we dig in a little bit further to the relationship in terms Mm -hmm. of some of the dietary changes you made or lifestyle, you mentioned mindset, and then the relationship with Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the piece that I love, you know, just about holistic health is how everything sort of interplays into everything. And that was for me, looking at the body as a whole and, and understanding it as a whole was really a game changer. And so in terms of food, you know, I feel like people get so frustrated in the IBD community with Crohn's with ulcerative colitis, because there's so much information, like there's an overwhelm of information. People are like, I just don't know what to do. You know, one person will say go vegan. Another person will say go paleo. Another person will talk about the SCD diet and the AIP and everything in between. Right. And my joke is, and then the ABCD. Um, (laughs) And it's figuring out what works for your own body. And that takes, that takes persistence. It takes practice. And so now I have a way of helping people to figure out what works for their own body because what worked for me might not be the exact same thing that works for someone. And even my own body has evolved over time. So I remember starting off gluten-free and then I eventually went paleo. And now like my style of eating is much more intuitive. So it's evolved over time. Um, So which is why when people come to me and say, I've tried everything, it's things might have changed now as opposed to what they were six months ago, three months ago, five years ago, you know, that sort of thing. And so it just, 
it really just depends. And, you know, sometimes people get frustrated when, when I say that, but it's really true because it just really depends on your body, on your particular situation, what's going to work in terms of food. And so I help people to figure out that piece, right? What really works for you and what doesn't work for you, which is um, very unique. So, um, so there's that piece. And then you're asking about lifestyle and that is another big piece. So everything from sleep to stress, to mindset, um, to physical activity, to your relationships, all of those pieces play a piece into how your Crohn's does, because let's face it, you know, autoimmune disease, chronic illness, IBD, it affects every single aspect of your life. There's no separation, right? So all of those pieces of your life need to be addressed um, in a way that supports your health, that supports your healing, um, as opposed to, you know, contributing more to your illness or, or not giving you peace of mind, which is really going to help you to heal on a deeper, deeper level. That sounds good. Um, so in terms of the dietary changes, is there one that you tend to start with or is it really like a personalized like intake kind of thing and, and then you start to whittle down your best recommendation or is it totally trial and error? No, it's totally personalized recommendations. So let's say, you know, someone comes to me who's newly diagnosed, right, and is eating the quote unquote standard American diet. That's going to be a very different approach than, for example, someone who um, just started working with me two weeks ago who has been diagnosed with Crohn's for over 10 years and has been doing a lot of dietary modifications on her own. We're just going deeper and we're fine tuning what she's already been doing um, to help her body heal even deeper. So there's always another level, but it's very individualized. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And so, you know, definitely the lifestyle piece seems like it's important, but yeah, mm -hmm. super complex. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the key tools then that you're using that really help women to heal? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so there are certainly, you know, things like there's stress management technique, you know, people talk about, um, eliminating stress. And my joke is that, you know, like stress is everywhere, right? Stress is a part of life, but how do we manage stress? And I feel like it's a huge trigger for people with Crohn's disease, for women with Crohn's disease, and you can't avoid it. But the problem with it, you know, we think that we should all be able to handle this level of stress, right? But our bodies go into then what's called fight or flight reaction, which is, you know, when you're supposed to be running away from a literal tiger, that's the reaction that kicks in. Um, and your heart rate starts rising, your digestion is compromised, you know, all of these other effects start to happen. And the problem is that now we have proverbial tigers. It's not the real tiger that we're running away from. It's the boss. It's the screaming child. It's the stress of, you know, the bills or whatever it is, right? There's all of those proverbial tigers that keep us in that place all the time or most of the time. And then that affects inflammation, that increases inflammation, that increases um, pain and all of those other symptoms. So breaking that cycle is really important. Mindset shifts are honestly huge, you know, and there's a lot of talk um, in the health coaching community in the healing community at large about, you know, things like affirmations and mindset shifts. And I feel like there's there's a way to do it that is that will work on a very deep level that is authentic and that doesn't bypass things, right? So sometimes even there, there can be a Band-Aid approach of like, you know, well, let's just say I feel really good or let's just say my body is healthy, but you don't really believe it. And then it won't kick in and it won't actually help you. 
there's a way to get there without bypassing in that way, if that makes sense. And so that's something I'm really passionate about because that's something I work through myself. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And you're right, there there is kind of that just positive blanket thing compared mm-hmm. to actually digging deep. And, and that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, one thing you did mention, I think earlier was acupuncture. So is that something that you do as well? Or are you referring people for that? Um, so I do sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it's something that I have had done on myself, which has helped me. Um, but it's interesting because my acupuncturist, in addition to being an acupuncturist, also is someone who I've worked with uh, deeply on mindset stuff, on, you know, breaking old patterns and things like that. So it's not therapy, mm. but it's, it's very different and it's been very empowering for me. And so um, in a way, she is my coach, right? She is my um space holder. She's the person who helped me to start growing to this level. And I couldn't have done this alone for sure. And so, um, so yeah, that's been instrumental in, in what I do as a coach as well, because I've seen the power of those kind of things and I've seen how to do it in a way where it can help the mind, the body and the spirit to align, which helps healing to happen in a real way, in a lasting way, in a genuine way, in a transformative way. So no, that's great. That that makes a lot of sense, too, because it is a very powerful tool for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess I'm wondering if this method that you've been using for healing can also be applied to other health conditions, like other autoimmune conditions. You know, I mentioned that I have psoriasis. I mm-hmm. My son has a neuroimmune condition. So I'm just thinking like mm-hmm. a lot of these principles may apply elsewhere. Mm-hmm, for sure, for sure. Um, and that's, in my experience, it's twofold. So, you know, in my theory and from what I, in my experience, like most disease begins in the gut. And so what I do physically deals with the gut directly. And um, so all disease beginning in the gut, of course, that's going to be affected or I'm sorry, improved and healed. Um, and inflammation is inflammation at the end of the day, right? I feel like as human beings, we need that label. We need that diagnosis to know what's going on. Um, but in terms of dealing with inflammation, it doesn't matter so much whether it's rheumatoid arthritis, whether it's psoriasis, whether it's Crohn's disease, whether it's Sjogren's syndrome, whether it's, you know, um, autoimmune thyroid disease, any and, and any other autoimmune disease you can think of, it's all inflammation. And so when we deal with inflammation as a whole, it will start to decrease and any of those conditions can be approached. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, no, that's kind of what I was thinking. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I've even seen that myself where you've kind of talked about that digging further into your diet because I've been mm-hmm. on a gluten and dairy free diet for, you know, about seven years. Like I said, my psoriasis has mostly been in remission, but I have seen times where it kind of will come back here and there. And then I have to tweak things again. Like I, mm-hmm. I'll notice, Ooh, I think it might be this or, you know, it could be a lifestyle thing. So it does make mm-hmm. sense that as your healing progresses, maybe, you know, you'll have to go deeper, I guess, as you say. Yeah. And healing, I feel like is not, it's not always linear. We sometimes mm-hmm. think that it's just going to be like this trajectory just going straight up and it's, it can be circular. It can be, you know, back and forth and, you know, it's, it's complicated. It's multi-layered. Um, and so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Sometimes things change and we need to tweak and we need to modify things. Like I always say, I'm not done, right? I'm still healing. I'm still learning. I'm still, you know, adding to my toolbox and I'm still, 
sort of um, rolling with the waves, as you will, you know, to to just keep modifying what I'm doing. So, yeah, mm. absolutely. Another thing that I've run into is both with my son's condition and then even my own health is kind of when you do take this integrated approach and you come out with a lot of recommendations, it can seem very overwhelming. Like I've had those moments of, wow, we have to like change everything. How, how do you break it down for people so that it doesn't then increase their stress levels? Or, you know, is there some kind of maybe trick that you use in terms of being able to um, ease people into that transition? That's a great question. Um, I love that question, actually. I don't think I've been asked that before. And I'm really glad you asked that. Um, the way that I, and you're absolutely right, right? So if I were to sit down with someone and be like, okay, this is exactly what we need to do. And I were to outline everything, they would just deer in the headlights. They'd be like, what just happened right now? Mm-hmm. Um, so I break it down into bite-sized pieces. And, you know, like I said, we tend to work weekly. And so every week is another step is another step and takes them step by step by step through the process so that they're not overwhelmed. And then, you know, by the time we're finished together, you can see how far you've come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that support is probably amazing. That sounds good. Yeah. So are there any key like tips or takeaways for our listeners that they can kind of use if they are struggling with mm-hmm. autoimmune conditions or other kind of inflammation related issues that can help them even move forward just starting today? Absolutely. Absolutely. You mentioned gluten-free, dairy-free. I think that's a great place for people to start if they haven't already um, in terms of diet, for sure. I feel like sugar is another big one because sugar feeds inflammation and um, sugar also feeds the uh, harmful bacteria in the gut and the bacteria in the gut in the, in the right balance affects, you know, everything from your metabolism to your digestion, to your hormones, to your mood and pretty much almost everything else in between. Right. So when we have too much sugar, it feeds the harmful bacteria and all of those things get affected adversely um, as opposed to taking out the sugar and allowing that to come more into a healthy balance. And I just want to qualify that when I say sugar, I mean, added sugars. I don't mean fruit. I don't mean, you know, like natural sugars in that way. Like if it's sugar from fruit, that's totally fine. But added white sugar, if you're having like a ton of baked goods or a ton of carbs, um, simple carbs, meaning like breads or pastas or, you know, things like that, that can be problematic too and add to your inflammation. Um, And I would say sleep is another one too, that I feel like just gets really overlooked. And the thing with sleep is that that's where so much healing occurs, so much repair occurs and so much detoxification in the body occurs. And for people with with Crohn's disease or with IBD, it can oftentimes be a catch-22 because there are times when they're feeling their symptoms at night and so they're struggling to sleep because they're running to the bathroom. And you actually need the sleep to have that healing process go even deeper. So there's a way to break that cycle. But if you're able to sleep and you're just not prioritizing your sleep, I would certainly invite you to do that um, just to help yourself heal on a deeper level for any autoimmune disease. That's really, really going to help a lot. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, And I've spent a lot of time actually focusing on sleep recently. Mm -hmm. I think that's been one thing with the pandemic. I've been working at home and so it's been a a priority, but I found it's taken a lot. Like I removed caffeine Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. alcohol, both from my diet. Mm -hmm. um, And I've been like 
watching in terms of snacking at night, um, yes. not having sugar in the evening. And mm -hmm. then one thing my naturopath recommended was some pumpkin seeds right before I go to bed to kind of balance my blood sugar overnight. So it is like when you start really paying attention to it, it can be an awful lot in terms of modifications for sleep. Um, yeah. Do you recommend things like melatonin? Depending, uh, not quite so often, um, sometimes, but, you know, uh, oftentimes we'll try like just establishing a bedtime routine, right? Like, let's just let the body know that bedtime is coming, right? So many of us just tend to run, 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 and we're on our phones and then we just go right to sleep and our minds are like, what just happened? I think I'm still awake right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do we kind of kick in those signals so that the body and the mind start to realize that, okay, now it's time to relax and we can actually sleep. Um, so yeah, so those kind of things are where I tend to start. And then beyond that, if we need to add in some melatonin, sure. But you know, I usually are, am not going to jump to supplements right off the bat if I don't have to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you, do you get into supplements though as well? Like I do. Yeah. 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 For different things. Mm -hmm. And then back to sugar. So yeah. I've heard that kind of over and over again in terms of, um, yeah, autoimmune conditions. And it's one thing that, you know, especially when you have kids, it can be a struggle. Um, so you mentioned like you consider fruit fine. What about things like honey or maple syrup? Like are those kind of the natural ones that you would use? Yes. So honey, maple syrup, like dates to some extent, right? Um, you know, probably even coconut sugar, but again, limited, right? So it's not that like, you know, some people, some people will be like, okay, so I can have honey and now I can go make all these baked goods, like with a ton of honey and, you know, like that sort of defeats the purpose. But mm -hmm. if you're going to add some honey, like into your tea or, you know, something like that, like that's totally fine. So just being mindful of the amount that's going in. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's kind of that overall picture mm -hmm. in terms of how much sugar is in the diet. Correct. Exactly. Exactly that. That's great. Okay. Um, so are there any other key key tips or takeaways that you want to bring up or advice, I guess, for, for women that are struggling with some of these issues? Um, I guess my main thing that I would want to, to tell people is that um, you can heal. You know, if you have Crohn's, if you have IBD, if you have autoimmune disease, despite whatever you might or might not be told or whatever you might or might not believe, you can absolutely heal. Um, you can heal deeply and you can change your life if you feel like you're ready to, if you feel like you've had enough. You know, I had to hit rock bottom to change and it doesn't have to be that way. And so if you've been wondering if there could be a different life for you, if you've been dreaming about a different life for you, there absolutely can be. You just need to know the steps to take. You need to know how to get there. And you're probably going to need to know, need to have the support to get there as well, because it's really hard to do on your own, but it can happen. So. No, that's very encouraging. And, and I totally agree. That was kind of where I got with my psoriasis. I had had it for, mm -hmm. um, Oh gosh, probably 20 years. And I just, you know, it had went into remission with both of my pregnancies. And then after that, I was like, no, like we are not going back here. <laughs> so yeah. I just, I was doing, I was willing to really commit. And I think that's a big piece, right? Like there's no halfway when I think when you go into this healing process, you have to really commit to, um, to the recommendations. For sure. Yes. And that's what I tell people, you know, when they come to me and, you know, we have in it, an initial conversation, I'm like, you show up 100%, I'm going to give 100% and then we can make magic happen. But, mm -hmm. you know, if you're not all in, then, you know, there, 
when you come to me, like you're the one who's going to have to implement those steps. You're the one who's going to have to implement those changes. And I'm holding your hand and supporting you every step of the way, but you need to be all in. So Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, that makes total sense. So this is great. How can listeners find out more about you on social media, online? Where are all these places? Absolutely. So um, you can find me at my website. It's www.drselvi.com. So that's www.drselvi.com. You can also find me on Facebook, uh, Selvi Vasudevan, or you can find me on Instagram. My handle is at dr.selvi.crohn's.coach. Amazing. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much for all of these great tips and, and for sharing your story with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. This has been an absolute pleasure. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much to Dr. Sally for joining me this week on the podcast. I definitely learned a lot about reducing inflammation. I loved her tips about focusing on diet, like removing sugar, and then also sleep. Those two are both on my list right now in terms of concentrating on moving forward with my own health and the health of my family. And of course, her Um, comments around mindset and stress management and all of the pieces that come together in terms of healing. You can really see in her story um, all about the changes that she made that she's very passionate about helping others to find healing and health just like she has experienced. So please go and visit her at her website www.drselvi.com And I will be sure to put the website as well as her other information in the show notes so that you can be sure to connect with Dr. Selvi if you are looking for help with your own personal chronic health conditions. Thanks again to Dr. Selvi Vasudevan and have a great week. I wrote a book. I'd love for you to check it out. Pendulum by S.E. German is available now. Pendulum is a heartwarming story that follows a young boy who experiences mental health challenges like anxiety, OCD and depression, ADHD and tics following an infection. It turns out he has a little known disorder called PANDAS. The book follows the young boy as he struggles with his health issues as well as regular middle grade issues and it can act as a wonderful catalyst between you and your children to talk about mental health issues and other things that are going on in their life. Pendulum is available online through Amazon Worldwide, Barnes & Noble, the Friesen Press Bookstore, and a number of other online retailers worldwide. And you can check out Chapter 1, the audio version of Pendulum for free on the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast in Episode 64. I hope you enjoy Pendulum by S.E. German and let me know what you think. Thank you for listening to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. Please keep in mind this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. If you are looking for that advice, please seek that out from a professional. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can visit my blog, www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com, or follow me online at 
Sarah Lady Gluten on Instagram, S-A-R-A-L-A-D-Y-G-L-U-T-E-N, or the Facebook page, Sarah-LadyGluten. If you do like the podcast, please consider subscribing so that you will get the podcast update every week and or reviewing the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Thanks again and have a great week. I'm excited to announce that in June of 2021, I'm going to be running my first 30-day challenge for everyone that signs up for my mailing list. As you may know, I'm giving out a 30-day self-care calendar when you sign up for my mailing list. And along with that, we can then do all of those 30 ideas that are only 10 minutes long throughout the month of June. Every day, join me as I'm doing IG Lives and posting about it on my Instagram account and start building in the self-care to every day. So if you want to join me, please visit the link in the bio of my Instagram page. It's at Sarah, S-A-R-A-L-A-D-Y-G. L-U-T-E-N at Sarah Lady Gluten. Click on the link in my bio. And from there, at the bottom of that page, you can sign up for my mailing list. I tend to send emails every two weeks or so with just updates on the podcast and my writing and things that are going on. And you'll also then right away get a free 30-day self-care calendar. Join me for Self-Care June.